Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. The Lord is beautiful, how beautiful the presence of the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord in His presence, how beautiful the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord is beautiful, is beautiful, is beautiful. The presence of the Lord is beautiful. How beautiful the presence of the Lord The goodness of the Lord is beautiful How beautiful the goodness of the Lord Oh, magnify the Lord in His goodness How beautiful the goodness of the Lord The goodness of the Lord is beautiful Is beautiful, is beautiful the goodness of the Lord is beautiful. How beautiful the goodness of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord is beautiful. How beautiful the blessing of the Lord Oh, magnify the Lord for His blessing How beautiful the blessing of the Lord The blessing of the Lord is beautiful Is beautiful, is beautiful The blessing of the Lord is beautiful How beautiful the blessing of the Lord the glory of the Lord is beautiful. How beautiful the glory of the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord in His glory. How beautiful the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The glory of the Lord is beautiful. How beautiful the glory of the Lord, how beautiful the glory of the Lord. Well, the presence of the Lord is beautiful. The goodness of the Lord is beautiful. The blessing of the Lord is beautiful. The glory of the Lord is beautiful. The mercy of the Lord is beautiful. The caring of the Lord is beautiful. The favor of the Lord is beautiful. The power of the Lord is beautiful. Deliverance of the Lord is beautiful. And the love of the Lord is beautiful. Well, the Lord is beautiful.
Looking at Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18 and also verse 19, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, and for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. One translation says, praying always with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the Spirit. We're going to be talking about prayer. Living without praying is like driving in a fog. He who prays as he ought will endeavor to live as he prays. Prayer is breathing of the heart into the heart of God. It is not well for a man to pray cream and to live skim milk. Sincere prayer is words backed up by faith and deeds. On the hour of we're talking about praying today. Ephesians 6 and 18 says, Praying always with all kinds of prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Fletcher of Madley, a great teacher of a century and a half ago, used to lecture to the young theological students. He was one of the fellow workers with Wesley and a man of most saintly character. When he had lectured on one of the great topics of the Word of God, such as the fullness of God's Holy Spirit or on the power and blessing that he meant his people to have, he would close the lecture and say, That is the theory. Now will those who want the practice come along up to my room? And again and again they closed their books and went away to his room with him, where the hour's theory would be followed by one or two hours of prayer. How instant! Persistent, pathetic was Paul's urgency regarding prayer upon those to whom he spoke and those to whom he wrote. If we're going to talk about prayer, we want to examine somebody who had a practice of prayer in their life, and probably the one that we want to look at first of all and the most is probably the Apostle Paul. He was a person of prayer. He had prayers that he wrote prayers. He prayed prayers. He wrote prayers. He had the pen of the ready writer. And uh, Paul wrote to Timothy, and he made a strong statement. He said, I exhort. Exhort is a strong statement. It just doesn't mean that there's you just calmly listen and act if it's handy or act if it's convenient. <laughs> but Paul said, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Paul is putting a premium on prayer, on praying. He says, first of all, in other words, before anything else takes place, the foundation of all that you are or will do, that first of all, supplications, prayers, not just a prayer, but prayers, you must become a praying person. Intercessions, not just interceding one time and that's it. I did that last month. <laughs> Intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men. These are the things that we're called to do. And Paul meant that this was to be the prime deposit of truth for the church. The prime deposit of truth. First of all, 
before all things, to the front of all things, the church of the living God was to be a praying church. First of all, the church was to pray for men. And you know, the father looked and saw the great need in, in Second Chronicles 7. He said, if my people, that means church people, we, we could paraphrase it at this particular hour to say those who are born again, who have received Christ as Lord, but this is the word of the Lord. If my people who are called by my name will just humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, wicked ways of what? Well, wicked ways of not praying, wicked ways of not worshiping God, wicked ways of not following the Lord. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and will seek my face, and will turn from their wicked ways. He said, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sins. So see, it's a sin not to follow God for, for believers. If you're not praying, it's a sin not to pray. It's a sin to not seek God. He said, I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. You know, I think we're working 14 jobs out here trying to heal our family, heal our land. And Psalm 92 said, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Paul said, first thing, I exhort strongly. This is a strong word. First of all, to pray for men. Uh, he said, I exhort you to pray for all men. He charged the Philippians to this effect. There was a charge here. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Now, we're in Philippians 4 and 6, and we're going to hit a verse, uh, verse 7 and also 9. Let your request be made known unto God. The church must be anxious about nothing. In everything, prayer must be made. And when I say the church, I'm talking about you. You are the church. You as an individual, you are the church. And put together with me, we are the church. And put together with all believers, we are the church. The church must be anxious about nothing. In everything, prayer must be made. In everything, prayer must be made. Nothing was too small about which to pray. Nothing was too great for God to overcome. And Paul lays it all down as vital, all essential, uh, writing to the church at Thessalonica. He said, rejoice evermore and pray without ceasing. Well, have you ceased to pray? Well, if you do that, then you're not following the admonition of the Lord. He says, pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. In everything, give thanks. I mean, in every situation, in your car, in your pickup, in your home, in your wherever you are in your business, in everything, give thanks. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. You say, I'd sure like to know what God's will is for me. Well, you know. You can just know what God's will is. It's pray without ceasing, giving thanks continually, in everything giving thanks. The church must give itself to unceasing prayer. You know, you begin to peel all the layers back of what it is we need to do. We don't need to go get buses and bus in people and other things. I mean, not first. I mean, that, that that's a good work and a good thing. And I believe the people who do that are doing good things. But the first thing we need to do is just pray. Just begin to be people of prayer. The Lord God said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, pray, 
Everybody say pray. <laughs> the church must give itself to unceasing prayer. Each member of the body of Christ must give himself, herself, to unceasing prayer. Never was prayer to cease in the body of Christ. Never was prayer to cease from the lips of an individual who belongs to God. This is the will of God concerning his church collective on earth. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.